0: And welcome to Ask Me About K-Pop, The Essential Guide for Recent Converts and Seasoned... Whoops, whoops, never done that before. I'm usually really good at that. The Essential Guide for Seasoned Converts. Nope. Now I really can't do it. Oh, what a perfect way to start our 10th episode, guys. Yes. Oh, I was like, oh, she's going to edit this out. No, no. It's real. It's happening. Here's the tagline. Let me try to do it clean. The Essential Guide for Recent Converts and Seasoned Fans Alike. Boom! My name is Shannon. I am one of the hosts of this podcast. The other host is my best friend Helica. She's across the table from me right now. How are you? And Helica,
1: isn't it seasoned stands?
0: I go. I've said. Right? I've said both.
1: Okay. I'm it's great. A, <laughs>
0: it says fans on the album art, but I've said stands a handful of times. All right. It's just whatever comes out of my mouth.
1: Well, I'm doing well. Cuz it's our <laughs> episode 10 and we're
0: we're celebrating. We're celebrating with, with a little bit of wine in champagne the champagne in a can. Woo. Cheers. Um so since it's our 10th episode, I I got to say this podcast has like been in my heart for a very long time. We wanted to do it and then we just did it and now we've put out 10, 10 and a half episodes cuz of that bonus yeah. one. Olympics. Which feels it feels like an accomplishment. Like, I'm proud of us. And me too. I honestly can't
1: believe that we've already put out 10. I feel like we just started this whole adventure and yeah. like now all of a sudden there's 10 episodes out and i mean like maybe that's it's only 10 and like whatever we don't have we have however many tens of listeners right but it's still really cool i'm proud of us too
0: i think it's cool and I, we do we do have people listening to this like that's that's a fact and it's amazing <laughs> and i kind of can't believe it but like Just, like, I've never done this for you, so Angelica, do you want to hear the list of, like, countries in which our uh, RSS host has provided that we have listeners in? Yes, so
1: Shannon does all the work for this podcast, (laughs) Shannon and her husband, Wade. I just show up and drink wine and and cackle into the microphone, Um, but Shannon's the one that, like, runs pretty much everything if i ever respond to you i will specifically sign it otherwise
0: it's from shannon um (laughs) well thanks girl uh so here is where we apparently have listeners germany the philippines israel japan canada hong kong the uk france chile brazil thailand vietnam mexico malaysia switzerland South Korea, Belgium, the former Yugoslav Republic of Macedonia, Peru, and Portugal.
1: I've only been to one of those countries. <laughs> you didn't list the US. No one's listening oh, us. Oh, no, they're mostly listening to us here. <laughs>
0: But they, but they, that's know. so cool.
1: You know, it's also really neat that people are actually listening to us in South Korea. I wonder. It's like,
0: one person, according to this. But right, I like so, that one So person. that one
1: person, um, reach out to us. Are you an expat? Are you Korean? Or like, yeah. what's your deal?
0: Yeah. All of you reach out to us. We want to know. I want to no, know. All just people the are- one. Just that one person. <laughs> I want to know how people are finding this. I'm just so curious. Yeah, I'm just curious
1: and vain, and I want to know. And I want to know where y'all are coming from.
0: So, anyway, point is since this is our 10th episode, we thought we'd do something a little different. Um, We'd get mm drunk. (laughs) I'm just kidding. We're not drunk. (laughs) We're not drunk. (laughs) (laughs) We're professionals, and we're not going to be drunk. I just know if we say something stupid, people are going to be like, it's because they're drunk bitches. We're not drunk bitches. We're adults who can have a glass of wine, I promise you. Anyway. We wanted to do something a little bit different, um, mostly because we've had a really long week and I didn't feel like doing any more research. This podcast does take a lot of research, and we're happy to do it. I'm so happy to be educating people, but like
1: sometimes, and like educating ourselves, true. Yeah.
0: But sometimes
1: you're tired. It was a long week. Like we didn't want we wanted to do something fun. It's our tenth. It's our t- it's our tenth anniversary. <laughs>
0: um, it's of our the first podcast.
1: <laughs> it's our tenth episode. We wanted to do something fun.
0: Yeah. So what I did is I just came up with ten like. I hoped slightly interesting, get to know you K pop questions that are a little different from the normal, like, who's your favorite?
1: Right. Cause you already know who our favorites are. Cause you know are.
0: who our favorites are and stuff. So we I just thought we'd stop do- talking about them. So I thought we'd do that. And they'll probably come up more today. But I thought we'd just like. Oh, you better believe it. <laughs> I thought we'd just like answer some fun questions and just like talk about K pop a little while in a much broader sense than we usually do. And I will post all of these questions on um, all of our social media stuff so if you hear one of these and you're like i gotta tell them my answer please,
1: please please answer all of them or any of them like pick one pick them all like whether you answer just answer them for yourself they're
0: fun we'd love to hear your own answers to these questions great so let's just get it started mm-hmm. uh okay i'm pretty sure that you might have written these down in a different order than i it doesn't matter i I'll send just, things
1: different so you may you'll just hear the page okay. of my notebook <laughs> great
0: uh, so since we do have our wine in the can and we're just getting started, I want to start with the first question that I think we might have the same answer to. Uh, but that question is, who is the K-pop idol you would most want to have a drink with? Should we say it on three? Say their real name on three. One, two, three. Kim Ki-boo. Boo. <laughs> Cheers.
1: Cheers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh Kim Kiboom, also known as Key from our favorite group Shiny. Um, I know I, I've said from the beginning of like loving K pop that Key is the one to drink with because I he's so sassy and hilarious. Like he's so sharp witted mm-hmm. that he is just someone that I want to drink wine and dish with. Yeah, like, I know he's gonna give me all the tea and I wanna hear it.
0: Yeah. He would also like he would be so funny mm-hmm. and he would give you good gossip and then he would also like make you take like 75 pictures of him yep like for his instagram which would be an honor and i'd take every single one (laughs) of them 30 times if he asked yeah and maybe he would take one yeah. of me. I
1: don't I don't and, even care. But I'll don't, just hold his phone and take his pictures. Take his pictures
0: as many times as you want yeah. to. Yeah. Every time he posts an Instagram of him, like, on the other side of a table with a glass of wine, it's like,
1: I want to be there. Yeah. And he just seems so fun. Like, he'd have such, like, biting commentary and he'd tease you and he'd tease everyone around you and it would just be
0: fun. Yeah. But he also seems like the kind of person that, like would give you genuine, kind advice and empathy if you were, like, friends with him. True. I mean, if you were, like,
1: having a a drink, like, after a long, hard day or something, (laughs) I think that he'd probably also be a good person to drink with because not only could you, like, vent to him and he'd have some sassy commentary that is exactly what you want to hear, but also, like, he's a wise person. I think he'd give you some sage advice.
0: Yeah. Cool. So I, I also
1: wrote down that if I was to choose one group, to drink okay, with yeah, yeah, yeah. I would drink with Mamamoo because yeah. they are fun and hilarious and I bet when they get drunk they are
0: super funny I'm sure that they are a lot of fun because I remember on a I think it was on oh it was on that idol drama operation team where the idol girls were writing a drama uh, Moonbyul, one of the members was saying that during their training days there was a, a hidden like not a hidden a security camera like outside of the front of their dorm that their like managers would review or whatever to make sure they were being good, and they would fill a duffel bag with like all their party clothes and throw it out the window, and then put their gym suits on and be like, "I'm going to the gym," <laughs> and like walk out the door, and then like scurry downstairs and get their club clothes and like sneak out I and go to the club. It. So they totally would be fun. Hell to yeah. with. <laughs> Next question. Let's do. What is the music video that you most often show to other people as an introduction to (sighs) K-pop?
1: This was a difficult question. Um, Mm -hmm. First and foremost, because... That doesn't happen to me very often. Right. Where I'm given the opportunity to like show someone. That's what why we have this podcast and why it's called Ask
0: Me About K-Pop because we just wish people would and they don't and they that never often do. Um, but I did
1: have the opportunity. I think as I've mentioned before, um, my friends from high school utterly spoiled me on New Year's Eve and allowed me to play a 50, a 50 video playlist of all of our favorites. Um, so I would say that usually what I like to do is if someone is willing to watch some K-pop with me. I ask that they let me show them three videos, mm. like, because I want to give them sort of like a mixture of things. Um, and so I will, of course, include my favorites, but I, because I want to show them the K-pop that I personally right. love, but I also want to show them as a little, I want to show them both a girl and a boy group. Okay. So. I will always start with "View," the dance version of "View," okay. which is a shiny song. Um I choose that one because the song itself is like a little bit more mainstream pop than Shiny usually does. But Amino is so hot in it; it like so makes you want
0: to hot die. It.
1: Like, yeah. He's Like so, anyone, anyone okay. would see it. When I watched this, uh, so when this video came on on New Year's Eve, my friend Doug was like in the middle of a conversation, saw Mino out of the corner of his eye playing on the TV and turned around, grabbed my arm and said, who is that? And then like sat down on the couch with me, like pulled me onto the couch with him so that he could like finish watching this video with me and like made me name. every. And literally every time a new member showed up, he was like, but he's beautiful. Look at that hair. Oh, my God, those eyes. And, like, instantly fell in love with all five because all five of them look tremendously it's, it's, gorgeous it was in this a video. good era. Um, so I start with View mm-hmm. because Shiny is my all-time favorite. And, like, if I'm going to show you K-pop, I'm going to show you them. Number two, I usually go XO Call Me Baby because that's also – that's, like, fun – K- More like fun K-pop, like complicated choreography and like uh camera choreography. EXO mm-hmm, mm-hmm. loves choreography where the camera follows them around. This is a good example of that. It's a good um, way to get plus, that many people. Again, like peak hotness for pretty much most all of them. Ten. That really? is really all – ten. like, every one of them looks great I, in that
0: video. I'm pretty sure that is still their most viewed video. So if they come up as the random game, you all will get to hear – there's a certain moment in that video that no matter what, I've seen it a thousand times, I make an inhuman noise at a, like, <laughs> one moment, and I always do. And you might get to hear it, so.
1: Um, yeah, that is – that's what made me fall in love with Jong Dae, um, is that he had, like, his long, uh, curly hair, mm-hmm. and, and I was just like mm. – into it um so call me baby is the second one i choose and because i like to show a girl group um i choose Speaka. you don't love me because that shows a little bit more of like the quirkier side of k-pop
0: yeah i think that's great i this question was interesting for me too because i feel like it's been a while since anybody has asked me for like to see a k-pop video um, and these days, I feel like I'm versed enough in the world that I can find something that I think that they will that like, person mm. and that's sort of the angle I approach it is like, what would I think sell this person on it? Mm-hmm. But I know in the early days where I was just discovering K-pop and could not stop talking about it to people because I felt so changed and I was like, please hear about my new religion. You had to get on your soapbox. Yeah. Um, so I know at the time, the video I chose most often was Shiny's Dream Girl. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, because the song is just like fun driving beat. It's got like a cool like, you know, like guitar thing going. And then the video itself is like just weird enough. Because it's like a dream so they're like yeah. wearing mismatched outfits and the pixels kind of go and it like mm-hmm. there's flowers growing out of a girl's face. Like it's just kind – it's like a little wacky but yeah. not disturbing wacky which can happen. Mm-hmm. Um
1: And not – yeah, it's not wacky to the point where it's off-putting or alienating right. for someone who has never seen this kind of thing before. Like I would never show somebody ring ding dong as right. their first one because like they would take one look at that and they'd look at me like I was fucking crazy. Right.
0: So, yeah, I felt like – I've always felt that Dream Girl is like the most palatable – It sells the poppiness of it. Everybody looks good in it. It's like a happy, bright music video that makes you feel good Mm -hmm. and doesn't leave you feeling confused after you watch it. I feel like you can watch that and be like, I get it.
1: And quite honestly, has like some of my favorite K-pop outfits. Mm -hmm. Um, Like they're all wearing beautiful, bright colored suits. But Tameen in particular has those pencil pants.
0: Yeah, he's wearing leggings where the legs each look like a whole pencil, like a racer and Mm -hmm. the middle part and the lines. It's fantastic. It's great.
1: They're so great. Um yeah, that's a good one. Good choice.
0: Do you have a do you have do you want to pick the next question?
1: <gasps> sure. Um since we're talking about music videos, let's talk about the next uh the music video that you would most like to live in.
0: Okay. This is one I had to consider for a very long time, but The answer that I found, I feel like, feels right to me. Mm -hmm. Uh, And the video that I would want to live in is the A-Pink No, No, No video. Mm. Um, This is a music video where all the members of A-Pink have gathered at, like, a very cute brick and vine cute little house to celebrate a birthday. And they're all wearing two-piece outfits like whether it's shorts and skirts or like just one of those outfits where it looks like you took a dress and then you just cut the Mm -hmm. little midriff out i've always wanted one like perfect barbie two-piece outfits and i've always wanted one of those outfits for my whole life i remember when that music video came out i posted screenshots of it on my facebook and i was like does anyone know of any websites that sell stuff like this at the time no one was i'm sure i could find it i bet you could find it but then i could not listeners do a yeah, sure. Send it to Shannon. Help, help me out. Um, but everybody, like, they're just, like, having such a good time, and there's, like, balloons, and everyone has big bows in their hair. And I think I figured out, like, the reason why... It feels so important to me is uh, it feels like those Mary-Kate and Ashley sleepover videos. Totally. Um, if any of you are young and don't know what I'm, t- or like cool and don't know what I'm talking about, <laughs> uh, Mary-Kate and Ashley. Hey, they were cool. They were cool. Had this video series that was called You're Invited and it would just be like horseback riding party, surf party, sleepover party. And it was just like dumb. They were little songs. But like as a tween, I was completely obsessed with with these videos and I wanted nothing more than to be friends with Mary-Kate and Ashley and I be at their cool their sleepover sleepovers. and this A-Pink video feels exactly like one of those like balloons and birthday cake and everyone looks so cute and they're just jumping around and I think that's where where I want to be like, I, if I'm, I got sucked into the computer like that's, that's where I'd want to end I'm up I'm
1: so glad that you chose <laughs> that as okay. your uh, music video because mine is I think in comparison, a really good depiction of... Our personalities, okay, great. Um, because mine is Red Velvet's Peekaboo. Okay, in which uh, it's like beautiful girls like living together in a house where they work together to murder pizza delivery boys, and like I chose that for several reasons.
0: <laughs> okay, let's hear them.
1: One is that they're living in this gorgeous, like creepy-looking Korea townhouse. Mm-hmm. Um, that I would just like personally enjoy owning it. Like, yeah, I nice drive porch. through those
0: streets, and I'm always like, why don't I have? One of yeah, it's, like, <laughs> one of
1: those gorgeous houses that's, like, probably built in the 40s. It's got a wide porch, like, wide stairs, tons of hardwood all over the house. Like, that's the kind of house I want to own. Mm-hmm. A. B. <laughs> The girls themselves, like, the outfits in this video are truly incredible. Not only, like, the red lacy, like, gothic coven attire, mm-hmm. but also the, like, super sparkly rainbow dresses that they yeah. wear in the dance numbers. One of them is wearing a dress that says, like, love sees no color, and they just look incredible, like, disco divas right. that are here to fuck shit up. And then for third, like, they're murdering boys, and I right. can't, I can't do anything but support that. Um, but also, um, Red Velvet, to me, is, like, the group that I most want to take care of. Mm. Um, They are so supremely talented, and they're – I'm pretty sure all of them are younger than me, but they're just, like, beautiful, sweet girls. It's hard to be a female idol. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I just really want to be, like, their uni that, like, takes care of them. So I would gladly be, like – the mother of that house, mm-hmm. and just like make sure they have a constant supply of pizza boys to like they do seem like they need list.
0: like a what do they call it? A den, a den, a den mother. mother, yeah, yeah that's yeah, yeah. what they call that's it. That's what I want to be for them, yeah, and yeah, so yeah. like
1: I that's why I want to live there. I just want to be their like 30 year old lady who's just gonna like take care of them.
0: Great, yeah, there's archery practice involved in that video too, yeah. so that would be fun.
1: I would love it. <laughs> awesome, <laughs> you choose the bright, colorful pink.
0: And you picked the murder house,
1: and I picked the blood red murder house. Yeah,
0: I think that I think that's great. That really shows accurate. us. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. What should we do next? Um, this feels sort of on brand with what we were just talking about. Uh, but what is a K-pop outfit that you would want in your closet?
1: Okay, so speaking up, so. I'm glad that you brought up the outfits that A Pink was wearing um, in their No 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 video because sp- the one specific outfit that I want is uh, from Mamamoos Um Oh ah, yeah. A music video, Wien is wearing exactly that,
0: mm-hmm. but
1: it is pink. It's like bubblegum pink. It has straps and it's like a little like y like crop top and then a pencil skirt. Mm-hmm. And there's like two inches like to separate the two pieces of yeah. fabric. It looks like something that like Rizzo would wear, like a pink lady. Like it's got oh, buttons yeah. up the front, like a little vintagey,
0: a uh-huh. little sexy. It's a little. so
1: cute and beautiful, and I would love specifically that outfit. But also, um, in general, every outfit in the Mama Moo, you're the best video. That's when they're wearing the high-waisted bell-bottom jeans with the like (gasps) baseball, uh, short sleeve shirts. But also like their coordinated outfits are really fucking cute, but so are their individual outfits. Like when they're wearing the every outfit in that uh, music video, I would want in my closet Mm -hmm. for sure. Mamamoo has that like retro style that I wish I had in my own closet, but really I just wear t-shirts and jeans.
0: Yeah, <laughs> totally. <laughs> so I sort of I feel like I struggled with this question because the answer is truly like all of them, like. Mm-hmm. Uh, they all get dressed well. No, that's well. not true. That's I mean, it's not true, but it also kind of is because I feel like even like K-pop idols can wear the worst clothes ever and they like look cool Yeah, somehow. but don't
1: you remember when we watched that Rania video and they were wearing those oh, terrible yeah, yeah. No, you're green true.
0: leggings? For true, for true. There are times there are people There are outfits you would not want. But there are a lot of outfits that I do want. So I was like trying to like, I was like, how do I decide? I'd already like brought up the no, no, no outfits and different question. Like, how do I decide? And then I thought about like an outfit that like made me feel things very strongly in like a small child, like watching something and like, you know, idolizing a person. And it's this very specific girls generation outfit that I would never in any point in my life have any reason to wear such a thing, but I wish that I did. Um, This was a scene I remember I was watching – The first time I saw the I Am documentary, which we've brought up a couple times, the SM concert documentary, Um, there's a part where Girls' Generation does a like slowed down remix version of their song, Genie. And they all come out and they are wearing white blazers with pretty, si- like, significant-ish shoulder pads mm-hmm. and, like, some, you know, like.
1: Almost like military. Yeah, like, style with those fringies. Those yeah, yeah, military
0: yeah. fringies. And then, like, shorts, like, very short shorts that are the same material as the blazer and then just, like, a simple white heel. And it's like they're all legs. And they were walking out on the stage with their, like, hands on their hips. And I just, like, never seen anybody, like, look so powerful and so glamorous at the same time. So I think that's my choice. Like, if I could just be in an outfit and have an excuse to have a bedazzled blazer and shorts and heels on, like, I think I would want – I think I would want to do that. Picture
1: Uno could be our next dance costume. Yeah,
0: I think we should. So that I think that's my answer. The answer is a lot of clothes because they all dress better than me. But that's that's something I yeah. felt in my soul, so I had to write it down.
1: I like it; it's a good one. Do we want to move into choreo next? Choreo, sure. that, you, that you most that you wish you could do, but that you wish you were good at. Mm-hmm.
0: So that's the next question. What is K-pop choreography that you wish like? A genie has come and snapped his fingers, and you can do this choreography now, and you can do it perfect, and you don't have to work hard at it. That was how I, like, envisioned it. Because we do, we do do K-pop dance. And a lot of things that I thought of, like, for example, like, oh, I don't know how to do, I don't know G, like, the Girls' Generation G song. Like, that's classic K-pop. But I could learn G in a minute. Mm Mm-hmm. I just so, haven't.
1: To clarify, Shannon and I take a, like, dance fitness class, which is specifically K-pop, where we, like, learn K-pop, the choreography yes. that the groups themselves do. Mm-hmm. Um, it's at Uno's Dance Fitness, and, uh. So
0: if you're in LA, come.
1: Yeah, Uno's amazing. And the class is really fun. Um, <clears throat> and you can meet us. Um, <laughs> I wrote down just anything red velvet, to be totally honest, because yeah. I didn't have something specific, because I love so many of their dances, like, mm-hmm. I uh, I could I just wish that I had the ability to dance like them.
0: Yeah. I think that's a totally fair answer. I think that was like my my second choice answer was like pretty much anything Red Velvet. Mm -hmm. Um, But their dances are particularly exhausting.
1: Yeah, because they don't stop. They are like constant movement. And a lot of K-pop dances sort of have like the verse and then a break. And then like they have like moments where you can sort of catch your breath and they Mm -hmm. go from like fast to slow. And Red Velvet keeps with a constant beat almost throughout their entire song.
0: Yeah. So like a little bit before we found our K-pop class, our teacher did a Red Velvet song and it scarred her. Mm -hmm. It was too hard. Yeah, it's so called Dum Dum. Yeah, so she the, yeah. she will not teach these to us because mm-hmm. it's too hard. And um, our teacher
1: is, like, a, a formerly a champion bodybuilder from South Korea. Like, she's absurdly in
0: she's shape. She's a fit person. Yeah.
1: So the fact that it makes her tired is, like, well, I don't even want to try. Right. But if a genie came to me and I could say, and like, it was like you give can do me the skills now. of red velvet, then great.
0: Do you have one, like— I don't the have the genius here. You one. can only you can only do one. Oh. No, I don't I don't I just I don't wanted have to do one. Okay, you don't. I don't
1: have I didn't a know if there was one. like
0: one that you like really would want. No.
1: I feel like when I thought of this question because there's so many because also like you and I have danced essentially like our whole lives mm-hmm. and so like learning specific choreography to me is is not wasn't really what I had in mind. When I thought of this question, I thought more of like what, who would you like to dance I like? I see, and I so see. I was thinking, like, I would like to dance like any of the members of Red Velvet because their, their choreography is so intricate, or I would want to be able to dance like Kai,
0: fair or That's Timmy, totally fair. Mm-hmm. Uh, that leads very well into my answer, which is in fact a dance that I technically do know, which is The Seventh Sense by NCT. U. Oh, yeah, but. Like this you is quote a,
1: unquote no right that dance. We we
0: <laughs> we know what the choreography is. We know that you step we, to the right and once put upon your arm a time to the left. We the moves. we learned this, but I was never good at it. Mm-hmm. I could never move. I I can't pop pop and lock. Like the amount of control and balance and stuff that it takes to do a dance like that. It's just not something that is in me. So, like, if a genie came to me, I would love to be able... Because I think if I could do that dance perfectly, then so many other things would come easy. Like, it would just yeah. mean I'm a better dancer. True. Um, and I, I think I just have a really hard time with boy choreography mm. because I don't... Like, teenage boys are much better at, like, moving their bodies quickly than I am.
1: I think it depends for me on the boy choreography. Sometimes girl choreography is way harder for me. Mm-hmm. Um it depends on like how hard like how cool you have to look mm. in the boy choreography because I'm not a cool person so right. <laughs> so if I have to look like tough or hard, like if I like when we did BTS yeah, not today, like I learned that dance and I can still do it today, and I k- injured myself try teaching it to myself, <laughs> um but like I don't look cool doing it. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think
0: that's what that's what I meant was getting out with the seven cents thing, is that like we knew the moves. Yeah. And there were a couple where it was like, Hey, we almost got it. Yeah. But like we never We didn't I,
1: nail it. Because I
0: remember specifically like We, like, we did it. We soldiered through. It was like everyone was dropping out of class because they did not want to do this dance. It was so hard. And, like, there were, like, six of us total who stayed to learn this thing because it sucked. And we did it. And we were so proud of ourselves. And, like, two a couple weeks later, we went to KCON. And as we were crossing the floor, these two girls on stage were covering this very NCT dance and doing it so much better than we <laughs> ever could have and it was like oh that's what it's supposed to look like yeah.
1: i mean to, in our defense that was also like early into yeah, our Yeah it was like so the like, third or fourth song we, we ever were learned very rusty in yeah. our dance moves um i bet if we learned it now we could do it much better see i thought better. that
0: i thought that and then i watched it today cuz i hadn't watched it in a while and i was like nah i, I there are parts i could have gotten right. but I, I
1: did actually try to reteach it to myself a couple months ago and A, found that I'd forgotten more of it than I thought I was mm-hmm. going – that I thought I did. Um, and B, like it was very difficult to reteach it to myself, way harder than I thought it was going to be. But I feel like if we learned it as a new dance – now mm-hmm. like if uno said like this is the next dance that we're doing and we hadn't learned it before what we would do now would be better than
0: what yeah. we originally did i think that's true i think I would it be
1: nailing it no. probably
0: not no but it we have be better definitely, we've mm-hmm. definitely grown not only as like dancers but i've all we've also uh gotten a lot of new techniques for practicing mm-hmm. at home that we didn't have originally yeah. so that's why i didn't bring up things that like you know, like, oh, I should know, like, G, like, I should know G and I could know G. It would mm-hmm. not take me very long. Yeah. It's just these other kinds of, this, like, style of, like, mm-hmm. real dancing. So in
1: <laughs> that, okay, so in that vein, then the one specific dance that I would want to learn that I think would, like, if I could do that dance and I would just generally be a better dancer would be Boa's Only One.
0: Oh, my God, yes. Because yes. that's,
1: like, an interpretive dance mm-hmm. a la Step Up. Essentially, um, and it's like, only one is one of Boa's older songs. I, I, she was my recommendation from last week's episode. She's a solo artist. Um, B-O-A. And, uh, only one is a ballad. Like, it is like an R&B ballad, but the dance is absurdly intricate and complex it's beautiful and at a certain point it's like a duet um there's a great performance where like Sehun from EXO does it with her um In the but video that is like be... a bunch
0: of dudes and they don't they at one point like make like a table and like uh huh yeah they, she, to, they like yeah.
1: walk forward with her lying on their backs cause she's a queen yeah yeah
0: awesome okay so I, I'm sad the choreography genie isn't real
1: I know hello <laughs> where's my
0: hello? choreography genie anyone no uh, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this one now since we're like halfway done and we think that we mo, we both might get a little emotional. So let's do this now and then we can pick it up. So what is a K pop song that makes you cry? I'll go first because Angelica's pouting really hard. <laughs> so I'll jump on this one. This is a song that these days I can barely listen to uh but it has always made me cry always 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 and that is the shiny song honesty uh this is a song that was written for shiny's album Sherlock i think that was their third full album don't quote me on that and i'm not going to google it but it was a song that was written uh by jonghyun and mino for the fans Um, and the first time I heard it in the background of a television show, it like opens with this like beautiful acoustic guitar. Um, and just hearing the song, not looking up the lyrics, like just the melody of it, like reduced me to tears every time I heard it. And then I looked up the lyrics and I cried so much harder (laughs) because it's just like a beautiful song for the fans and it's like when I was tired and I was sad like you were there for me and the chorus is like I will reflect you like a mirror and like we are each other and it's so so beautiful uh my officiant quoted this song in my wedding like (laughs) in the wedding ceremony as a surprise to us (laughs) yeah I did not know it was going to happen um it's just such a beautiful song and like it the emotion in it was so apparent to me even before i had like looked at the lyrics like very early into my fandom like i could feel the like love and the importance in this song and it's so beautiful and i really do love it um it's really really hard to listen to these days um but i won't i won't ever stop because it's 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 important um I don't know. I don't know what else to say. It's yours just in the go. same I'll vein. So should we just um, go? I
1: would say that uh, this question was hard for me to answer because the the truth is that a lot of songs m- I make me cry now. Like um, the entirety of the collection by Jung Young, mm-hmm. like that whole album makes me cry. Um, so does the entirety of one, uh, one and one. Mm-hmm. The shiny, the most recent. Or the, the last, last, I should say. It's not recent. But the last shiny repackage, um, those make me cry. Um, honestly, like, uh, I, it, it doesn't – sometimes I'll just, like, put shiny on shuffle and, like, something – something like Love Like Oxygen, which is a song I love so much. Like, I'll just hear a riff and it will make me, like, stop and cry. Um, I'm a wreck when it comes to shiny um, today. But uh, the song that has always made me cry, uh, which is a shiny song, and it is called Sleepless Night. Oh. It's from uh, Misconceptions of Me. It's of Why So Serious, which is the second part of Sherlock, isn't yeah. it? Misconce- no, Sherlock,
0: a part of Dream Girl. That was like, it was like oh, yeah, Dream yeah, yeah. Girl and Dream Why Girl so is
1: Misconceptions of You, and then Why So Serious is Misconceptions of Me. It's two different So albums. they were like a
0: companion
1: yeah. piece. Um, so Sleepless Night is this unbelievably beautiful ballad. It has like gorgeous piano in the backgrounds, and it's one of the like earliest examples of their full, rich harmonies that Shiny's Mm -hmm. capable of. Um, and so that song, like, I was actually just listening to it yesterday and it made me cry. (laughs) So that is a song that always made me cry. Um, I will also say, like, not related to Shiny, that, um, in December when I bought, the Universe album, Exo, like the Exo's Universe, um, which is like their special winter album that they mm-hmm. release every year. Uh, the first time I listened to it all the way through, by the time Universe played for the second time, I was crying. Yeah. Um, I don't know why, like I haven't cried listening to that album since I think I was just like feeling a lot of feelings. <laughs> December was really hard. <laughs> December was a really hard month and then like it is a beautiful album from start to finish so like by the time that last song played, like I was just standing in my kitchen like not washing my dishes <laughs> (laughs) crying instead um but uh shiny's sleepless night is the one that will
0: i think that's a perfect answer always always that's a perfect answer um yeah well we'll move on because grief is weird and complicated and we are have we've been having a weird complicated time for a while now like
1: many of our listeners are new to k-pop right so we don't need to mar it with tragedy
0: just know that we have soft hearts on some days we just it's feel hard. a lot of feelings. I just feel I think. I just have a lot of feelings. Okay. So let's uh okay, let's let's opposite feelings like change the feelings as 360 degrees. What is a K-pop song that you absolutely hate? Like you hate it. And if it's anybody's favorite song, if you're listening and we're about to say your favorite song, you're great. We're not against you, but we all have our opinions. So do you want to go first or should I? Because- I mean, I
1: can go first. You're not going to be surprised. Okay. It is Cheer Up by Twice. Okay. That's the one I picked. Okay. Um, I'm generally just not a Twice fan. Um, I don't like their sound or their aesthetic. Like, they're a little too bubblegum for me, and they also use a lot of autotune, which is not like my favorite. Like a
0: forceful... Like, very – it's – like, all Twice music sounds the same because it isn't – like, in the way that all T-Pain music sounds the same mm-hmm. where he used his, like, T-Pain style autotune to sell his thing. There's a very specific, very fake electronic sound to all vocals on Twice albums, mm-hmm. which, like, can be very grating or it can yeah. be the thing that you love the most And about I think them. that Cheer Up
1: is the best – example of that because the chorus of it is like i'm not gonna sing it for you but the chorus is cheer up baby cheer up baby and the way that they sing it it like hits a it it is an auto-tuned like belt high-pitched like nasal Mm -hmm. screechy belt that has this auto-tune filter over it and it hits this like place in my spine that is like nails on a chalkboard to me and i can't I can't stand
0: it. I could play it really quick. Don't. but Don't. Okay. Fine. You can play it. I think I have a cue. I'm going to take know, my headphones like, off. Right. But okay. You take your headphones <laughs> off. I just feel like the audience needs to like hear this. Oh, I can still hear it. So yeah, that's, it's, it's rough. I feel like if you held that, oops, oh no sorry (laughs) i feel like if you held that up to like a pitch thing like that's not notes Mm -hmm. that is those are not musical it is not like where it should be but that song was such a huge hit and it like changed their stake in the game forever but i totally feel you i was going to make that my answer but then as i listened to it i was like I don't hate this. I really don't. I it does grate me, but the other parts of the song, like the sha sha sha, like I like it all. But fair, yeah, fair. So my answer might get my X O L card taken away from me, but I don't care. Is it Wolf? It is. That was my number two. Exo Wolf is the worst song I've
1: ever <laughs> uh, heard. I totally agree. Um, I will listen to that song. I would. If I were to choose, like, you can either listen to Cheerup or you can listen to Wolf. Like, if I was rotting in hell and, like, this was my torture, uh-huh. you need to listen to this song over and over, I would choose Wolf because at least it's EXO and, like, I like EXO. Um, but Wolf is truly one of the worst K-pop songs ever written and I laughed heartily today as I was reading, cause I like, I had a hard time thinking of this. I literally Googled worst K-pop songs.
0: <laughs> Just to see what other people And it was between be. Cheer
1: Up and Wolf. Like those were the two. Um, but I really laughed because there were like so many people that were like, just submitting memes in reaction to this one person who named Wolf, like, waiting for the fallout, like, waiting for the XOLs to attack. Only one of them did, uh, which was to say, like, who are you going around shitting on masterpieces with no credibility? That's a direct quote from that person. <laughs> um, and that just makes me laugh because Wolf is not a masterpiece. Like, I love XO. You know that already because yeah. I never shut up about them. Wolf is a garbage song.
0: Uh, Play I it mean, for okay, us Okay yeah. yeah I think I, I, I'm trying to get it To like near the chorus And see what we can If we get a little clip of it
1: I mean I just had to Take my headphones off
0: ah. Ooh. Oh, uh, so that, Ugh. I, that's a rough one, and I think it also is the, like one of. like the noise background of the, it. It's, and, and, but it is kind of fun, like in the verse where they're like. <laughs> I don't know. But, and it also is like the birth of a like XOL meme that everybody loves, which is that the song starts with Channel going, Chogi, <laughs> Which, like... <laughs> He's the worst. Yeah. So, but I, I, I you, John, really you. don't like that song. It's And I think it also is one of the reasons that, like, kept me off of exo for so long because one of the only the first time i ever saw exo was on a like a we got married episode i've said before that like one of the first things i got into in k-pop was a season of we got married where a member of shiny was quote unquote married to a member of apink like my two favorites Mm -hmm. so that was my world and there was an episode where they needed exo's help to like be part of a a surprise event yeah and they were promoting wolf at the time and their stage outfits for that promotion were like mm. brown terry cloth basketball warmups with yeah. their names emblazoned on the front and the back mm. and way too many bandanas and yeah. they looked so dumb like Look. sleeveless or sli- short-sleeved
1: like brown brown sweat, yeah. s- sweat shirts with brown but the slee- no shorts. sleeves yeah yeah no sleeves and shorts and, like, bandanas, as many bandanas. A- around their wrists or heads or ankles or belts. Like, they didn't actually wear them as belts. But, but like, Too many everywhere. bandanas.
0: They looked horrible. Yeah. So that's – I stand by it. Take my XOL card away if you must. But I think Wolf is terrible. I
1: stand by it and <laughs> you will pry my XOL card out of my cold, dead hands. So um I agree with you.
0: Okay. Next. This one was a little hard for me to quantify, but I think we both probably made good educated guesses, which is what do you at least think the most played K-pop song Oh, girl, song I is. didn't have to guess. You didn't have
1: to? I downloaded an app. Okay, great. Called Music Stats <laughs> so that I could figure out on my oh, phone Oh, no, you should have told what? me about this. Oh, I'm sorry. I figured you already had your answer. Quick, download it now.
0: Oh, maybe I can before um, that It's It's free. Ends.
1: What's it called? It's called Music Stats. Music Stats. Okay, you talk. I'm going to try to. Okay, so download. Music Stats is a free app. I don't know why I'm giving them promotion, but, uh, <laughs> sponsor, <it was. laughs> sponsor us! Sponsor us! <laughs> Music Stats! Uh, because all my K-pop is on my phone. And so, mm-hmm. like, I can't just look on my iTunes from my, my play count. So I had to look at this Music Stats app, which tells you your all your play counts. Um, my, uh, most played artist to the surprise of no one I'm sure is going to is shiny mm-hmm. um most played song of Shiny, so like Shiny is my most played artist, yeah. And the most played song by Shiny is called "Don't Let Me Go," which is from uh, oh, a
0: ba- really a ballad, yes. like that ballad mm-hmm. is what I got you. That's so funny because it has Mino's glorious oh, high note yes. in it. Like, You're right. hello,
1: that song is beautiful, and because it, so that song is from uh one of their like latest album, uh which is called One of One. We've mentioned mm-hmm. that several times on this podcast before. But um, in their promotion of one of one, they did this like truly phenomenal, like uh, sort of like live variety special um, where they were like on TV until like the hour that it like that it. Debuted or whatever, mm-hmm. um, or was available on iTunes, and they sang a live version of "Don't Let Me Go." Yeah. Um, it's gorgeous, and it's so beautiful, and like that is why I think that song is so close to mm-hmm. my heart. Um, and so, I, I, that is my most played of Shiny, but it's not my
0: most played okay. song. What is your most played song?
1: Do you want to take a guess?
0: I don't know. I, I'd wonder if it's similar to what mine is. But I don't want to give mine away yet, so I don't know. I really don't know. Okay, you're. I feel like you're trying to give me meaningful eyes across the table, but I
1: just think it's really gonna be. You're gonna be like, of course it is. So you're so predictable and boring. Um, it is a song called "My Lady" by EXO. <gasps> oh
0: wow! Apparently,
1: since purchasing that song, I don't like a year or two ago, two, the two, three years ago, I've listened to it 174 times. Wow.
0: I'm, I'm not surprised by that because I think if I'm remembering correct, Of course you're
1: not surprised by I'm it. I'm <laughs> not surprised by it, but
0: also if I'm remembering correctly, like in our K pop history, we talk, we've talked about this before, but like we were not on board with XO. We were not XOLs until like a, not that long ago. Like yeah. I wanted nothing to do with them. So nothing,
1: yes, and I kind of wanted to bring that up a little bit in this episode only <laughs> it's fine. because we're just like, bullshitting, so whatever you want. Yeah, to say. so like I talk about EXO all the time. I feel like I need to come clean about like why I always <laughs> talk about EXO as though they're like my dirty little secret, and the reason is that um when I first got into K-pop, EXO was like the group with the biggest following at the time. Like right. they were arguably like the most popular boy group at the time,
0: which comes with it a lot of drama and bullshit.
1: Exactly. Like, if you're the biggest boy group at the time, which, like, right now I would say, like, BTS and Wanna One are, one are like, like the biggest groups. Um, that comes with the largest tween teen following. And with the largest teen tween following, you get, like, the most, let's say, passionate. Fans, yeah. right? So when I first got into K-pop, EXO had – most of their fans were teens and tweens. I was neither of those things. I was already in grad school teaching full-time, like, fully an adult. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, like, I am not about to try and, like – First of get all – Get involved in any kind of fan wars Get involved wars in any or... kind of fan war or literal tween drama. Uh-huh. A, right, number one. B, There were twelve of them at the time, and so as a brand new K-pop fan, I was like, "This is so overwhelming." It seemed
0: niche and silly. Like, there's twelve of them. Like,
1: twelve of them. Are you crazy? And now I have to learn all of their names, all of their stage names, and all of their faces across haircuts and hairstyles. Like, give me a fucking break. So I was like, not about to dedicate the time to learn all twelve members. Right, members. And at the time, they had, were going through a variety of contract disputes. Mm-hmm. So not only did they have like the passion and drama that just comes with being tween idols, they also had literal courtroom drama yeah. because like members were leaving and suing the company, which we'll get into in another episode. But so there was like three main reasons where I, I didn't just not want to be I, like actively avoided I, I was actively ignorant, like yes.
0: purposefully did not want to know but, any of their names. But I think in that way of not wanting to be EXO fans at all, which we weren't for a very long time, I still, as a K-pop fan, was absorbing EXO music. So mm-hmm. I think you have that song because I also, like, I bought – before I had any interest in EXO, I bought My Lady, um, Mama – and probably, um, growl. Mm-hmm. Like, I just bought those on iTunes yeah. as like K-pop songs that you should have because they're good, but I wasn't, I didn't care about XL.
1: Same. I had mine were <laughs> growl, wolf, my lady, and call me baby. Okay. Um, so my lady is like this gorgeous, se- I still love it to this day. Like, it's a gorgeous, sexy, sort of more like R&B song. Um, and they, Truly, um, this, I believe, is why I'm personally an XOM fan. Like, I prefer the Mandarin versions of these songs. Mm. I own the XOK version. I own the Korean version. Okay. But what really sold me on this song is the performance, mm. which is
0: <laughs> gross.
1: On, on <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. It is XO, The Lost Planet in Seoul. Is the like high quality DVD version mm-hmm. that is on YouTube. It is the XOM version, which means that it's being sung in Mandarin. But like, so it starts out with just XOM. There's only five of them at the time. Uh, Chris was already gone, uh-huh. um, but Luhan and Tao are still there. And it has it's mostly Jongdae, uh-huh. who was my favorite. Um, so like, it's my beautiful Jongdae. Like, I dare you to watch this performance and not swoon for him. Um, but. He sings, he's beautiful, and then all of EXO appears, and my favorite thing about it is that on the screen behind them above the stage is literally just a woman's, like, torso and, like, face leaning down and looking at them, Mm -hmm. like, watching them do this dance which is them on the floor, on their backs, in front of an angled mirror, literally thrusting and yeah, rolling around on the floor. Yeah, just towards the air. Because like, that's what XO does. All- like, XO is ridiculous. But I saw that video and was like, I don't know what this is, but I'm into it. But I'm it.
0: into it. That's fair enough. Uh, okay, so I think my, po- my most played song, I've had a broken computer for a long time and a phone that's incompatible with my computer. So I don't have... And, uh, like, iTunes count. And I just tried that app, and it seems to just have, like, started from, like, this is also a new phone. Mm-hmm. So it's saying that I've only listened to things, like, 12 times, and that can't possibly oh. be true. So it's fair, en- fair enough. But the last time that I synced my phone to an iTunes, my most played song by by hundreds was 2PM's Pull and Pull.
1: Yes! Another
0: sexy song! You it, and me, girl. Yeah. Listening to those sexy, sexy songs. Uh, Bang, bangers. It's, it was, was, uh, yeah, I got you. (laughs) It was not buried, but it's a deep track on their album, Go Crazy. Crazy. And it's just, it's just like an old timey slow jam. And it's
1: just a dirty fuck jam.
0: I think the reason that I listened to it so many times might have been because I was trying to learn that opening part on my xylophone at Mm -hmm. one point. So I might have replayed it a lot. But that one was my most played by a ton but no no statistics involved if I was just looking at my massive K-pop playlist on my phone. The song that I think I have probably listened to the most is uh, Starlight by Taeyon and Dean. Uh. Uh, this is Taeyon from Girls' Generation. And Dean, who is... Uh, arguably a k-pop star but he does not consider himself one he's more of an r&b artist but he like gets involved in the k-pop world occasionally Mm -hmm. he's very handsome and very talented but he also seems seems like like a piece of work anyway he did a song with Taeon called starlight it's just a beautiful duet my husband loves this song we like learned it we sing it in our house a lot when we went to korea we did it at karaoke like aren't they fucking nerds (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so I think I think if I could just guess if I were to get true stats, I think Starlight by Teon and Dean is the song that I've probably listened to the most. That's a good one. That one is
1: very palatable, Western-styled, uh, mainstream pop. Like, mm-hmm. for,
0: if you're looking to try and, like, convert a friend, Starlight is a good. It kind of reminds me a tiny bit, just a tiny bit, of that Chance the Rapper Sunday Candy song. Yeah, 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 that you totally, totally, once.
1: totally. I can see that. There's similarities in the, like, uh, the, orchest- the orchestration, orchestration and, like, chord progression of the chorus. Yeah, there's, like, sure. a point
0: where, the, like, the beat drops out and there's just mm-hmm. a p- bunch of kids and it's like, You are my starlight! Woo! Like, yeah. Like, it's just got that, like, kind totally. of whatever thing to it. Anyway, so that's that one. Okay. We only have two questions left. You just mentioned Western style, so let's do this question. What is your favorite English line of any K-pop song? Because if you are a new K-pop fan, you may have noticed that there is almost always at least a single line of English in anything that you've listened yeah. to. And why is that? Shannon? Why is that? Is according to, um, a video that I saw once from a Korean, like, government official. Um, it's for Google ability. Because
1: um, they ain't no fools and yeah. they're like brilliant marketing executives at work in the K-pop industry. Like we want to get an international fan.
0: Yeah, this Hallyu Wave. Follow- following. This Hallyu Wave is like part of it and spreading it to the world. And there are more English speakers. It's, like pe- There are more people in the world who speak English as a second language than there are people who are born in English-speaking countries. So I totally get, like, yeah, because of India, because everyone Uh, in India speaks English. So it, like, puts it way over everything. I think asterisk. Asterisk. Everyone. everyone. But, like, you know, a lot of jobs in India require English as a language. so colonization Yeah. Yeah. White people are the worst. But the (laughs) point is, is that, like, English, a lot of K-pop, international K-pop, a lo- this is a ba- this is a sidetrack but a lot of international k-pop fandom is in English and I have met personally so many people that speak English as like a second third fourth language but run a blog run a Twitter account in English so that they mm-hmm. can interact with more k-pop fans totally. which is crazy. So anyway, they put a lot of English in K-pop so that you can Google stuff so that you can find things um, because I'm sure that uh, like there are plenty of more people who speak English than there are that speak Korean.
1: Yeah, like you hear a song that you like and then you heard that one line of English so then you can bang, immediately bang, go online bang. and, and, then and then then like,
0: do <laughs> bang, 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 K-pop lyrics. And it'll you'll find it. Up. So there's a lot of... But sometimes in a thing that... Truly baffles me just because there is so much money and reputation on the line. Whenever a song slips through with awful English grammar or just a straight up bad pronunciation, it's like, how many people's desks did this go past? It is my <laughs> biggest
1: pet peeve. It's like, your dream, right? Flames, to just, flames on, the on the side, side of, of my <laughs> face. Like the, the amount of money. That goes – like, first of all, I'm a teacher. I've mentioned that uh, several times. So, like, yeah, sure. I'm, like, a stickler for grammar. I care about (laughs) shit like that. But also, like, the amount of money that goes into K-pop, the number of people who wrote the song in the first place, Mm -hmm. then went on to produce the song, record the song, Approve the song and then promote the song. And not one of those, I guarantee you, hundreds of people, not one thought to put it into Google Translate and check or, 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 or that's ask all they did. Their English I neighbor, think that's all they like, do. I just, please SM. If this is because they're the
0: worst offenders, if you ask are me, they are the worst
1: offenders. And this is my plea to you. <sighs> I have the job proposal like literally sketched already in my head. Proofread. I will be. <laughs> your resident English speaker. I will proofread your lyrics. Mm-hmm. I will f- I will fucking learn Korean so that I can help you with <laughs> translations. I will teach your idols phrases that they can say at their mm-hmm. international concerts. I, just, like, fucking hire me, and you will never have to have a romantic in your heart again.
0: That's my answer. Sorry. It's fair. It's fine. But, no, and I – I really don't want to sound like I'm really not trying to sound like a colonizer right now. Like, I understand that English is an incredibly difficult language. But,
1: but if you're like, going to put it in
0: your song, like, fucking check to make sure but, that it's yeah, right. That's the part that I don't get because, like, I, like I've like i brought up a couple of times on this podcast, like, I speak Korean a little bit. But I don't speak Korean to anyone unless I am very, very sure about what I am saying. Cause I don't want to be embarrassed. Sure. And so I just sort of feel like, why aren't these companies more afraid of like being why aren't embarrassed? They embarrassed. Like, you should be embarrassed. I don't, like, I don't want people to be shamed. I shame like, you. But it's the thing that always happens. Like, for example, there was a, a, like, a very big Super Junior comeback a couple of years ago. And in the song, somebody says, Shut your, or bite your lips. Shut your shut tongue. Shut your tongue. Shut your tongue. And it was like, how? Come on, like, man. Like, that's not words. And then that's all anybody could talk about when the song came out. And so all of, And all the hard work that everyone worked on yes, was lost over press. a stupid mistake.
1: The press gets skewed. Like now we're, we're laughing about this, like, English typo, shut your tongue, instead of appreciating the song. The song. Which, Like, maybe I wouldn't have liked it, right. but like. It's a silly song, but. I am not point a huge is, Super Junior fan, but the point is. Yeah.
0: All we heard about was shut your tongue. So my answer to this question is an example of the English going poorly in a way that I will never not find charming. Um My absolute favorite, 100%, hands down, can't change my mind, favorite shiny song ever, ever, ever is a ballad called Romantic. That's the like English uh, parentheses of what the song is called. And in the chorus, our dear angel Zhang Yun says, Still I have romantic in my heart and it makes me laugh every time and i love it it's such a good song it's like such a 90s slow jam and but that funny english in the middle it always makes me laugh and helica is like seething right now (laughs) because this is the thing she hates the most but i find it kind of charming this
1: is i hated that song for literally years based solely on the yeah. existence of this line. Shannon at the like early <laughs> days of my K-pop uh fandom, Trying she made you. me a mix CD of Shiny and like as I was listening to it that song Romantic came on and it's a beautiful song it is a song that to the today I fully can love appreciate. and enjoy and can appreciate <laughs> but it like started and I was like oh this song is so beautiful like I'm into it and then that chorus came on and I heard Still I Have Romantic in my heart and I literally texted her immediately and was like fuck you <laughs> for putting this this song on this CD you got me into it and then it like sucker punched me with this grammatical and arrow. I'm sure I said, but it's the best song. I don't know what yeah, you're talking about. That's pretty much, yeah. You were like, but it's great. So shut up and love it. And I like eventually did.
0: Um, so, what's your favorite English line? Is it less embarrassing and cooler, perhaps?
1: Yeah, it is. Um, it's two. Uh, I have two actually. Go ahead. And because my number one favorite English line, and they are not grammatical errors, like I chose my favorites because they make me laugh. That's fair. Um, it's like, cause they're like cheesy or corny or just like goofy, but they're not grammatically incorrect. Um, because that's, those I don't find enjoyable. Right. Um, <laughs> but I picked two because my number one favorite English line in any, um, uh, Korean song in general mm-hmm. is technically not K-pop um, I am a big fan of an artist named Zion T okay. who is uh, technically R&B but some of his he sort of straddles the line between being like hip hop and R&B he's a singer he's not a rapper right? Um, but he features a lot of rappers in his in his songs mm-hmm. and um, one of his songs which is from a 2013 album called Red Light um, the song is called Doop D-O-O-P uh-huh. and and uh, like I said, Zion T is a singer in it, but he features a rapper named Verbal Jint. Yes. J-I-N-T, two words, Verbal Jint. And uh, most of his rap is in Korean. Um, but then he comes out like sort of – toward. he's like rapping, 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 rappin', whatever. It's all in Korean. I have no idea what he's saying. I don't know what the song is about. <laughs> it's one of those songs I would never looked up the lyrics to because it didn't care. Uh-huh. Um, but then toward the end, he says – you're my lady, my master, my pimp, and I'll be your bitch tonight. <laughs> <laughs> and it's my favorite thing. <laughs> oh, I, God. Like, I play it for everyone. It's my number one favorite li- lyric of all time. Like, I don't give a fuck what that song is about. That is the greatest line ever uttered to music. It's my favorite. Oh, my God. Um, But I did also pick a strictly K-pop uh Answer. Example as well because um, in the song that I recently mentioned, My Lady by EXO, uh-huh. there is a super cheesy line and I don't know who says it in um, – oh, no, it's Kai. I actually have specifically spent like 30 minutes looking at this up figure today it out, so that I could tell you specifically who it was because I thought it was Chris. Um, but Chris was already gone. Oh. So um, in the version that I have on my phone, it is Kai who says it. Um, but he just says – are you ready for love? <laughs> <laughs> and it makes me giggle and laugh every time because it's uh, cheesy. And I love dumb. it.
0: <laughs> I also really miss, like, uh, my second choice answer was going to be I miss. There was a period of time, Girls' Generation did it a lot, and so did A-Pink in the early days, uh, where girl groups would just, like, talk in English at the beginning of a song, and my favorite is on a Girls' Generation uh, B-side from the boys' album called Say Yes. And I believe it's Jessica, and the song starts with, Boy, I see you walking by every day. (laughs) So just stop in the name of love and just say yes. And that's how the
1: song starts.
0: And there's like, and like, a pink one's that to be like, I fell in love on a snowy day. I will be yours forever as long as you are mine. Like, they get the member with the best pronunciation to like, just say something at the beginning that's like, boy. Like, uh, it makes boy, me laugh so hard. Listen to me. <laughs> oh my oh okay i think we are at our last question which i think is a good last question and that question is what is the k-pop song that you never ever get sick of ever 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 you're number one i can go first you're looking at me like i should go first mine is old school It's, I mean, it's like mid, mid second generation. It's from, I want to say 2006. Uh, but this song is by a girl group called Brown Eyed Girls and the song is called Abracadabra. Um, I believe with all of my heart, this is one of the greatest K-pop songs ever written. It's just, it's just a really good dance song. I think if you were having a dance party with friends and you snuck this on the playlist, no one would notice. Um, it just like fits in very well. And even though it's like, Uh, what like 12 years old now like i think i feel like it still holds up um it's just like a very good dance song and i don't get tired of it it literally came on on my drive here which is like a three minute drive (laughs) so like it came up on the shuffle and i was like yep that's exactly like abracadabra it's my shit um i still like it's a video like we talked about earlier that i play for other people if they ask to hear about k-pop um because it's kind of a strange video. It has, like, a cool dance. Um, it, like, inspired other things. Like, there's a dance. I can't remember if it's in Gangnam Style or if it's in Gentleman. But part of the choreography that Psy did for one of his big Psy songs was based on the choreography for the chorus of Abracadabra mm-hmm. because it was such a big... It was so influ- influential. Like it's thing. called the arrogant dance. Yeah. You like fold your arms and you just sway your hips very sway and you like walk in a circle and you turn your head like you just don't care. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's my answer. I, I never get tired of abracadabra. I think it's the best and I never skip it. I never skip it. And it comes up on my iPod all the time. So that's my answer. What's yours? Yeah. Uh, to be totally honest, I didn't really have one. You couldn't. Um, That's fair. Because
1: there are so many songs. There are so many K-pop songs that I don't tire of. I also, like, I didn't have an iPod until I was, like, a senior in high school. So I grew up on CDs. Right. And so, like, because of that, I am very used to and very comfortable listening to the same shit for literally a month. Right. Because, like, you buy a new CD and that's the CD that you listen to for Mm -hmm, the entire mm -hmm. month. And then the next month, you get to buy a new CD. and then that's the CD that you and I, so like I am I have no problem listening to the same songs or album yeah. or playlist over and over and over again. So I like every song on my K-pop playlist is something that I've listened to literally hundreds of times, unless I just bought it yesterday. Right. So like I don't
0: really get tired of K-pop. Period. I think that's a beautiful like- <laughs> answer. And I kind of agree with you, but yeah, I feel like if I had like I would, you know, yeah. I had to pick an answer like the old, it was the oldest song I could think of. If I had to I pick really an answer that
1: would be like a, an old song, I would say Love Like Oxygen by mm-hmm. Shiny because that is um an a tremendous tremendous song. <laughs>
0: it is tremendous. So great. I love it. Oh, uh, I love it. Oh, well, that was those were our 10 questions. That was fun, right? A little a little detour. It was
1: fun for us. I hope it was
0: fun for yeah, you. Yeah, I hope it was fun for y'all because that if was it fun. Wasn't, so uh, if out. you, <laughs> it's our podcast and not yours. and not yours. <laughs> Shout out to my new best friend Trixie Mattel. Um, <laughs> Katya usually says. That. I know. It- we love you Katya. Uh, I miss you. so uh that was it. Those were our 10 funny weird questions for episode 10. If you have an- if you have answers to those questions you want to share with us, please do. We'd love to hear them and we will be right back with our K-pop random game. Woo! Okay, we are back and we are going to play Our K-pop random game, which if I thought I would explain if we have any new listeners Mm -hmm. who are just jumping in the middle, which is fine. You can jump in in the middle, but we are trying. No,
1: must go back from the beginning. Play by
0: the rules. We are trying to be educational here, so you should go back and learn everything we know. If only because we, like, build on shit sometimes. Right. But... If you're, if this is the first episode you listen to, cool, welcome. And this is a game that we play each week where in I have a giant spreadsheet of every K pop group that has debuted since 1996, which is when the birth of K pop as we know it happened. And we have Google randomly choose a number each week. We look up that group, find out a little bit about them, and then we watch their most popular YouTube video together for groups that debuted post-YouTube. Anyone who comes up from pre-YouTube days, we just do their biggest single.
1: Yeah, and by most popular, we mean like based solely on view count on yeah. YouTube. What I wanted to ask, though, is how many gr- – I I don't think I've ever asked you this before. Like how many groups are in your spreadsheet?
0: On my spreadsheet, I have 280 groups. Oh, Okay. We also specified when I made the game that all of the groups on my list have an English Wikipedia page. Right. That was the That's the only standard. requirement
1: for being on this list is that you have an English Wikipedia page. Because there page. are
0: probably plenty of K-pop groups that debuted mm-hmm. and didn't go anywhere. Like – and there wasn't enough about them for anyone to write a Wikipedia. So and I wanted to have at least at least groups where there'd be something, something to say. But even like some of the
1: groups that we've gotten so far, they had a, literally a sentence in their yeah. Wikipedia page. So like sometimes, it w- sometimes it's not. Enough. We still find nothing. But
0: but, but that's not week, the case today. Not yeah. this week. This week, our random group was Blackpink. Blackpink. We've talked about them a couple of times. We have, uh, because Blackpink is probably one of the, like, yeah, I feel like in like are inarguably one of the top girl groups out there right right now.
1: Oh, 100%. And I think that you could also make an argument that they are they have become like a historically significant girl group because they are they were so popular so quickly. Like, right. This is a four-member group that we've mentioned them before. They're from the company YG. Mm-hmm. They have um sort of that edgier style to them yes. they are not the group that's going to be frolicking through a meadow like they are the ones mm-hmm. in the abandoned warehouses yes um, like in all kinds of ripped things Um and they're they whatever they're yeah. that harder style and
0: like two weeks ago our random group was EXID uh-huh. which is a very popular girl group who spent several years making no money mm-hmm. and doing in nothing and Blackpink is a group who I we brought up in our debut stages episode from the gate were huge. Mm-hmm. Just rocketed to the moon yeah. right from that debut single. And
1: we we've also brought them up in our concepts episode because they um we think we made a theory that like they're Absurdly unparalleled success. Um, I, I think has sort of scared some companies away from trying a harder girl group because to compete with Blackpink is seemingly is asking an a lot. impossible feat.
0: Yeah. Um, so Blackpink has four members. Their names are Jisoo, Jenny, Rose, and Lisa. Mm-hmm. Lisa's from Thailand. Yes. Um, the other three
1: are Korean. The though, other
0: three are Korean, I believe. Um, And yeah, they've had two albums out, full albums out so far, Mm -hmm. uh, five singles, all of which did incredibly well.
1: Yes, uh, their debut single was, or their number, their first to hit it big was Whistle, Mm -hmm. um, which was their
0: debut or no? Yes.
1: Yes. Okay. So Whistle was their debut and that immediately that and the second Whistle year. and
0: Boom came out like it was a, it, they were both on that. Yeah.
1: They were like the two tracks from their mm-hmm. debut album that they promoted and both of them went, uh, to top rankings on the Billboard's world music chart. This was
0: in 2016. I don't think we've said that oh, yet. We so we like, did not yeah, that they've only been around since summer 2016,
1: but they immediately like weren't they number one and two on the Billboard's yeah. world music chart? Yeah. And then, and then in, that's world music charts. Yeah. So then in Korea itself, like they were hugely popular. Um, first group that YG has produced in seven years since Too anyone Girl group, excuse me, thank you. Uh, in seven years since 2Anyone, which was also a four member group that had a similarly hard edge.
0: Yeah. Um, but I and- think, I'm sure that, you know, people might be able to argue that. You know, YG. The YG only knows how to do like one thing when it comes to girl groups, and that the that minute that two two anyone was going to disband, he start he got this together to sort of fill that hole. Because why? Like we talked about in our companies episode, like there's kind of a specific niche that YG group groups fills. sort of, or you know, each company sort of takes a piece each of the space. Fills. Yeah, and I feel like YG has. Like, has that, like, cool, that cool kid, hip hop, bad kid thing going on. Yeah. Um, so, without further ado, we should just watch this video. Um, their most popular video, according to YouTube, barely, like, by just a few million views of their <laughs> other videos, um, is Boombaya, which uh-huh. was the B side of their original, their, their first single was with, like, a combo whistle, Boombaya, I yeah. guess. Whistle,
1: I think, was the, debut single, Mm -hmm. and then Boombaya was like the secondary one that they promoted. But Boombaya is their number one most popular video on YouTube, so that's what we're going to watch. That's what
0: we're going to watch, and I will say I just want to get this out before we finish it, like just to speak to the popularity of Blackpink and their influence, our dance teacher, who we've brought up before, we are in a K-pop dance group troop class thing and our teacher loves blackpink Mm -hmm. so the two of us know the choreography to every blackpink song every single one uh which is why
1: i groaned a little bit when we got blackpink in our random play not because i dislike blackpink like i truly did like boombayah and whistle is actually a song and a video that i like very much enjoy but i feel like i'm tired of them mm-hmm. because we know every single dance um, including this like dance that was minute.
0: like done it was like choreography from those girls that we brought up in our Olympic episode that were in the Justin Bieber video that New Zealand, mm-hmm. dance, new Zealand dance, Trip. dance group they did a dance to a Rion a remix of bitch better have my money and then Blackpink then did another remix of that dance like as a pre debut like mm-hmm. tease of like look at this new group and we learned that one too That was the first thing we learned. And
1: then we learned Boombayah and then Whistle and then As If You're Last.
0: Yeah. So we're... Oh, Playing With Fire Playing With Fire. So we're very familiar with Blackpink, uh, which is like fun. Anyway. Anyway, let's watch this video. Here we go. This is Boombayah by Blackpink. Oh my God. It's weird because I've danced to this song like 45 times in my life. Like I don't know how to... I'm just dancing along. Uh, so they're wearing, they're like on fake motorcycles. Uh, yeah, but. and
1: like, again, like Hot Topic style Girl Scout uniform. Ziggy Stardust
0: baseball top with a cla- Catholic schoolgirl skirt. Yeah, like, yeah, that yeah. is what we're getting at here.
1: And one of them's wearing like a dog collar with a huge padlock on it and also like a BDSM garter belt. Jenny. Jenny. <laughs>
0: I want to make okay. One of them is wearing the girl on stage right now is wearing like a dress shirt, but over the pocket on the left side, she has like a picture of a boy within a heart. And I've been wanting to make myself a top like that for so long. I'm sorry, I wasn't listening. I know you only be. I'm. This is so distracting. It was distracting when they were in the Batman movie, and it's distracting now. Like knowing the choreography to things is like kind of. Like a curse. Mm-hmm. But also, Blackpink itself is
1: like, I think, a group that demands your attention because, like, hey, look at how much fucking fishnet is on stage right now. <laughs> so much Literally fishnet. every White single fishnet, one Black of them. Fishnet, pink like, fishnet. They've got them all. So much fishnet on every member. Like, hey!
0: And they're just blah.
1: like grinding it on the floor. Blah. They dance so hard. I think that's another thing that makes Blackpink the phenomenon that they are is that their dances are complicated and their, their but choreography... There's a- Oh, there's a trend. There's like, a
0: distinct style to for it, for sure. No, every Blackpink song we have learned has like built. They've all just built on themselves have, like, because the it's same like the core same moves
1: and the same core formation. Just a lot of like
0: sense. knee bending a lot and like of crazy knees, arms. A lot of
1: uh, uh body roll. Hip yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of crawling on the floor between people's legs. That's a key piece of almost every Blackpink song.
0: I will say, uh, I mean, a lot of music videos happening and we're not commenting on it because so much is happening, but it's yeah, there's just video been a lot of fishnet and flashing, really, truly. And like on top but, and like in a
1: jungle, quote unquote, because they're I, actually oh, the just. floor crawling. There it is. There's another staple of Black pink song. That's what
0: I just said. You're not listening to I that. am listening to it. No, you. you're not.
1: They always get on the floor. That's the point. But they're like... Anyway, the video is like them in a jungle. I don't know. I don't know where they are. Are they in a concrete... They're supposed to
0: be in a jungle. That looks like a treehouse or something. Right. But then there's also like neon speakers and like... They're in a party jungle. A party jungle. Fair. Ugh, so much black paint dances hurt my shoulders. Yeah. Also, yeah, I was yeah, going to say that it's gonna happen in a second. Yeah. Hey. This is one of one of the videos I was least comfortable with sharing with my family yes, because of this because derogatory of this derogatory
1: uh, native. I was just and, gonna bring that up too. Like the reason I hate this music video and this dance, even though we did this dance very well and it's one I'm very proud of us for learning because it was very difficult, it has this like super derivative like Native American like they go Peter Whoa! Pan style like you know what I mean yes. that scene in Peter Pan the, the, makes the red Disney, Man red yeah thing. yeah yeah that's that's what it is and it makes me sad
0: but now they're in a roller rink and they're like they look like they're having they're so thought, much but they keep Whoa! going Whoa, do, 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 and like yeah that sucks
1: <laughs>
0: but also another staple of every black pink song is that it ends with them just jumping around yes Which helps with the exhaustion, but is also really dumb. You dance like three quarters of a song and then you just jump. Yeah, and then you just jump around. And it also
1: doesn't really help with the exhaustion because you're so tired by the end of the dance that you don't want to jump around. Yeah. Like, ugh, just let me lay down.
0: (laughs) Just let me lay down. (laughs) Uh, So, anyway, that is Blackpink. And they all we can say about them is that they are, you know, continuing They're they're continuing to rise and we will see what kind of massive impact they end up having on the K-pop world as time goes by.
1: They are super mainstream, like we mentioned. And we've mentioned this in an earlier episode as well, that like they were used in the Justice League Mm -hmm. movie recently. Um, So they're like they're really hitting it big, uh, not just on the Korean
0: stage, but like internationally. Yeah, Totally. All right, so we end every episode with a recommendation of something that we think you, the listener, should check out if you would like to. Um, so, Angelica, do you want to start this
1: week? Sure. Um, I'm going to recommend a video that I actually that I already mentioned, um, mm-hmm. which is the Red Velvet peekaboo music video.
0: The one you want to live
1: in. Uh-huh, because I want to know if any listeners out there would like to join me in Red Velvet in this <laughs> uh, murderous pizza house. Okay. Well <laughs> do you
0: want to live in it with us? Let me know. Let me know. Uh I know where they filmed some of that video on my street. So <laughs> just, Yeah.
1: I know I, I just love that music video. Like I I we've talked about Red Velvet before. I love them. They're great, um, very talented, absurd dancers. Um, but that song in particular, like, really sold me. Um, it has it really is the perfect encapsulation of their concept which as we've mentioned before in our concepts episode is that they're beautiful girls that were that will murder you Mm -hmm. um a concept i adore
0: (laughs) and uh yeah i think that's a great example of it perfect um so my recommendation i don't really know where it came from it might have been when i was looking for like Outfits that I wish were my outfits mm. or music videos I wish that I lived in um, or it might just be it's a song that I love. Um, but it was one of the last singles put out by the Wonder Girls before their disbandment. And that song is Why So Lonely. Um, and in the music video, everybody just looks like as cool as they possibly could. Like a lot of leotards and denim shorts and people, there's a Ken doll, there's like a life size Ken doll and they're like dragging him around, like Like, setting a fake boyfriend. Um, and then they're just like in that like Robert Palmer. Is that what it is? Like Robert Palmer, the like addicted to love. The video where all the girls like have oh, yeah 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 guitars and we're just like dancing. Like Wonder Girls, like they play drums and they have like a yeah they and play bass. their own
1: instruments and they have those like trendy like gold tattoos you yeah know, like those gold leaf tattoos and I'm pretty sure that the one with the short bangs and the gold arm tattoos is wearing one of those crop top skirt combos
0: yeah and someone also has a Powerpuff Girls uh, like cardigan in that music video Adorable. that I want so bad um, and it's just like a kind of fun like reggae style song mm-hmm. and it's been raining here and I've just been like grumpy and that song feels like summer that's so rainy. that's my yeah. suggestion mm-hmm. I like it good one great great so that was episode 10. High five me. We've Woo! done 10 episodes. I still can't believe it. I still can't believe that people are listening to this. Let's pop another bottle of champagne. <laughs> yeah. So, uh if you want to tweet at us, Instagram at us, all of those things at AMA Kpop Pod on Twitter, AMAKpoppod.tumblr.com for links and everything from every episode. Uh, AMA Kpop Pod on Instagram for fun little collages about like all the things we talk about in each episode. Mm-hmm. And if you want to send us a long message, AMA Pod at gmail.com. We have almost, we're about ready to close submissions for our biases episode because yes. it's time to just get it done. And we've gotten a lot mm-hmm. of great bias submissions. But we haven't closed so. it yet. So, so if you
1: haven't told us who your crush is
0: and why you think they're cute, please get on it. Let us know so that we can read it on the air Um, I have no idea what we will be talking about next week I haven't thought that far ahead and I don't want to but maybe we will be talking about biases or maybe we will be talking about something else but either way the episode will be be out on Wednesday as it always is and we will be grateful for you listening as we always are and this is the end of the episode so we will see you next week goodbye Yun, your inspiration